Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Calvary Life DFW's weekly podcast. We hope that these messages encourage and inspire you in your personal journey with Jesus. Enjoy the message. season of breakthrough. A lot of us are in transition, and you may, like he said, you may be one more push away from the edge of your breakthrough, and you may not even know it. So I want to kind of go over the, the last two weeks' messages real quick. Did you hear it? That was it. I'm just kidding. Nobody gets my jokes. I was a lot funnier in high school, I promise. Okay, so Pastor G a couple weeks ago talked about breakthrough, and, and he was talking about pushing back the enemy's resistance. He was talking about the importance of prayer and breakthrough. I'm going to step away so I don't ring. He was talking about how important it is for prayer to be a part of your breakthrough. If you're not praying, if you're not seeking the Lord for breakthrough, then it's not going to happen. And then Pastor Pete followed up with sowing into your breakthrough and how important it is to plant the seeds for breakthrough. And I kind of wanted to go over uh, that real quick because the Lord gave me a funny, um, a funny illustration, sorry, funny illustration that uh, I'm not comfortable with because I don't like uh, doing physical humor or any kind of physical il- illustrations. But can I borrow a chair real quick? Sorry, I didn't, I didn't let anybody know I was going to do this. Oh, you can still sit here. So the Lord gave me this vision of breakthrough being like a seed, like Pastor Pete was saying uh, last week. Um, breakthrough is like a seed, but our life is meant to be constant breakthrough. We're supposed to live a lifestyle of breakthrough. And so it's not just one breakthrough that we're going after. It's breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. That's what Jesus has called us to. Our lives are to be a breakthrough so that we can minister to others through that breakthrough. So here I am planted. Let me see if I can't fall over. As a seed. I'm a seed of breakthrough planted in the ground. I'm also very uncomfortable right now, so don't make fun of me. You can take pictures. You can post them. Just don't tag me. I don't want to see it. (laughs) So anyway, I'm a seed of breakthrough, and I'm not going anywhere. I'm in the soil where God planted me. Amen? Right here in this chair. And so without me doing anything, the Lord starts to speak to me and waters me with the word. I begin to pray on that watering of the word. And all of a sudden, the seed in the soil that's been planted there by God starts to grow roots. There's a root. Okay? The roots go down deep into the soil. Deep into the soil. There's no breakthrough yet, by the way. 
another route. It's a little late there. And the seed begins to grow down deep in the roots of God's watering in the word and in prayer and in fasting. And when the seed grows roots, when it's established, the seed begins to open up and you still don't see the breakthrough, but the seed begins to open up underneath the soil. And so the seed begins to grow and grow towards the breakthrough, but still not there because it's still being watered. It's still being fertilized. It's still being prayed over. And so finally, when it's time, when the seed is fully matured, there's a transition period between when the seed is ready to break out of the ground and it actually breaks out. And that, that period between that, where that soil is, is the transition period. And everyone goes through a transition period in their breakthrough. And so once that soil is broken out of and that seed is fully matured and begins to sprout, that's when you see the breakthrough. So that's the goal that we have is the breakthrough the goal is not even the breakthrough through for God. The, the goal for God is the actual growth period. So our goal may be the breakthrough, and actually our ultimate goal is to see the fruit after the breakthrough. But the Lord's whole plan and whole purpose in our breakthrough isn't for us to just grow the fruit. It's for us to grow the roots It's for us to grow up out of the soil into the breakthrough. So our learning period is actually more important than the actual breakthrough itself. The transition period where we're, before we're actually broken through, is the most important part. That's what God is looking for. Hang on. Whew, drank three cups of coffee. I'm ready to break through. (laughs) Man, this is a loud mic. So, the Lord looks at the entire process. His plan for your life is obviously breakthrough, right? He wants us to live a lifestyle of breakthrough. But because we're living a lifestyle of breakthrough, we're constantly, constantly experiencing the transition period in that breakthrough. And that's what I want to talk about today is that transition period. Do you guys mind if I encourage you today? Is anybody awake? I don't want to put y'all to sleep. I mean, I could have stayed asleep too, so. But I want to encourage you today. I want to put courage in you, but I can't do that. You've already got courage in you. That's the seed. Amen. There's a seed of courage in you. Thank you. I don't know. When I think of courage, I think of uh, the Wizard of Oz. I don't know if you guys think about the Wizard of Oz. But I think of the cowardly lion and how he was looking for courage. 
And uh, he didn't find his courage from the wizard. I don't know if anybody watched that movie or not. Anybody read the book? Have you heard of it? <laughs> so the, the cowardly lion went to the wizard and he asked him for courage. And the wizard said, you've already got the courage in you. And so I want to talk to you today about transition periods and uh, breakthrough, but I also want to encourage you in that. So I want to tell you that, uh, <laughs> that God wants to water that seed of courage in you. Amen? The Bible says in Philippians 3.13, I can do some things through Christ. I can do most things through Christ who gives I can do all things through Christ. Amen. And so courage uh, causes your world to shrink or expand depending on how much courage you have. And God wants you to know that today that, that he wants you to have courage birthed inside of you and bubbling out of you so that you can get through your breakthrough. So um, I was also tempted to uh, look up a definition for breakthrough today, but uh, the Holy Spirit told me to give your own, so I wrote this down real quick. Um, this is what I define breakthrough as, the transformative power of Christ in you that causes immediate and significant change that directly impacts you and the world around you. So it's the transformative power of Christ in you. So Christ's power is in you enough to directly and indirectly influence and change lives all around you. And that's what breakthrough does for us. When you get that in your spirit, when you get that, when you grasp hold of that and God gives you courage and it births out of you, that's what I'm talking about. That's where the breakthrough is. And that's what God wants to see. God wants to see that transition period where you begin to believe what he said about you. Amen? So the period of transition in your breakthrough is between the decision to break through, the belief, and the actual breakthrough. Now, like Ben said, fear will try and hold you ransom in your transition season. But thank God, God's ways are higher than our own. So if it was up to us, we would go straight to the breakthrough and skip all the steps in between. If we skip all the steps in between and God gives us our breakthrough, then what happens? We don't have the strong roots established in his word, established in prayer, so that when we come out and we begin to bear fruit, the fruit will be too heavy for us to bear. And so we have to water ourselves in the word. We have to water ourselves in prayer. We have to water ourselves in worship and praise and adoration of our king. And then we're strengthened. We're strengthened through the transition period. Not just, <laughs> there's no pushback from the enemy. There's no pushback from the soil. It's just a, a piece of foam or, a, or water that you can just easily come out of. It's actually soil. It's packed in. And so when we push through it, that's when we gain the strength. 
we gained strength and we come out and we were strong enough to bear fruit. So in Isaiah 26.3 it says, You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Your transition period is not permanent. Amen? Your transition period is not a time where you're supposed to stay in and dwell in. Your transition period is something that you can learn from, and once you learn from it, you can break out of it, and then you can bear the fruit. So many of you are stuck in a transition season, and you've been there for a long time. Some of you have gone through a transition period, and you've actually shied away from the breakthrough, and you said, well, this must be God, what God wants. Some of you said, well, the breakthrough isn't actually worth the transition, so I'm going to back off. I'm going to go to the last breakthrough I had. Or I'm going to go back to uh, my wife's breakthrough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to play off my wife's breakthrough. You have good breakthroughs, baby. But some of us don't want to push back enough because we don't feel like we have the strength in us. But when God's calling you to live a lifestyle of breakthrough, he wants you to establish that strength, the ability to realize and recognize that transition period so that you can go to the next breakthrough and enjoy the transition. Not that you enjoy pain and suffering, but you can find joy in it knowing what's to come. There's a scripture that uh, I've got way down here that I wasn't going to read yet, but Hebrews 12, 12. When Jesus is talking, they're talking about Jesus enduring what he went through on the cross because of the joy that was set before him. So you can actually find joy that you don't even have yet that's way out of your transition season and focus on that joy and God will get you through the transition season. Does everybody understand that? Does that make sense? And so there's a lifestyle of breakthrough that needs to happen and we have to develop ourselves for that lifestyle of breakthrough. You have to learn to be consistently and constantly developing yourself. And I'm not talking about in the physical, even though that's great. I'm not talking about just mentally, even though that's great. I'm talking about spiritually. And many of us, we want to go to church. We want to, you know, we want to have our weekly, daily prayer time and then just leave it at that and not grow. And God says, take me with you everywhere you go. And, and I always talk about uh, prayer as there's two best times to pray. Actually, there's only two times to pray, when you feel like it and when you don't. So any other times, you don't have to pray. That's up to you. But uh, so you have to establish a rhythm. I love what my friend Justin says. It's the rhythm of life that establishes the fruit in life. The rhythm of life establishes the fruit in life. So Consistency develops habits. Habits develop character. And character develops culture. And so he wants us to create a culture 
of breakthrough so you can go from one to the other in that rhythm. Amen? You think about David when he was out watching the sheep. David uh, had nothing to do other than sit there and twiddle his thumbs, throw rocks, you know. He brought his uh, harp with him, and he established a rhythm of praising and worshiping the Lord. He worked on his craft, and little did he know that that would cause actual breakthrough in his life later on. So when Saul actually needed someone to play the harp, he brought a little shepherd boy in who was working on that rhythm. He was working on himself. He was working on constantly praising the Lord, working on his craft. And then when the time was ready, God called him and he was ready. And breakthrough happened. Amen? So there's some things that allow you to live a lifestyle culture of breakthrough. And that's kind of what I want to go over today. The first one, actually, uh, Pastor G preached on it um, a couple of weeks ago, it was about prayer, and he talked a lot about prayer and how we need to cover everything in prayer and praise, but it's important that we get that in our mind, that we get that in our spirit, that in the secret place, things are birthed. In the secret place is where not only God talks to you and builds you up, but in the secret place, we gain our strength for breakthrough. So God will give us visions of breakthrough. God will actually speak to us about our breakthrough. God will actually uh, join with us and tell us how we're going to break through. And God will give us joy in that breakthrough process. In Luke 5:16, Jesus often withdrew to pray. So he modeled that for us. We have to withdraw and pray. It's one thing I mean, I love corporate prayer. I love getting together on Wednesday nights and praying with you guys. There's power in that. There's power in the people. But the power actually comes when you get away and you actually get on your knees before God. And you have that moment with him in the secret place. When you strengthen yourself, you start to establish a rhythm. You start to establish those habits. You start to get that character built up. And then you can build that culture of breakthrough. Amen? He says, when you seek him, you'll find him with all of your heart. With all of your heart. When you seek him with all of your heart, you're going to find him. In Matthew 21, he says, whatever you ask for, you'll receive. And so when you ask, know that you're going to receive it. When you ask about a breakthrough, know that you're going to receive the answer for your breakthrough. Amen? The second thing was till the ground. So you have to get rid of the old soil. When you're planting a plant and then you, it dies or, or it's time to repot it, you get new soil. You can use some of that old soil, but you have to fertilize it. And then after a while you have to change the soil out. If you don't change the soil out, you're going to have dead soil. There's not going to be enough nutrients in that soil. So you have to till the ground and get rid of the old soil. Sometimes we go through times in our lives when we want to bring the old into the new. So if you're trying to establish breakthrough in your life and you have 
old relationships that the Lord has told you to let go and leave, if you have old habits that the Lord has told you to lay down and leave, if you have an old mindset that the Lord is trying to uproot, then you have to do it. If you, if you don't get rid of the old, you can't make room for the new. Amen? See, God wants to bring new into your life, and if you don't get rid of the old, you won't make room for the new. And God wants to do something new in you. Jesus talks about not pouring new wine into old wineskins. Does everybody understand what that means? For a long time, I didn't really get it until it was explained to me. But new wineskins are actually pliable. They're stretchy kind of like bungee cord. And so if you don't have a new wineskin and you put new wine in an old wineskin, there's no pliability, there's no stretchiness. And so new wine will actually burst because of the tannins and, and everything in them. There's too much in the new wine. It'll actually break the old wineskins. You think about, um, I have this, or I had, I, I got rid of it, I promise. But I had an old pair of long john underwear. I used to ski a lot when I was a baby. <laughs> I used to go snowboarding and skiing a lot. So when, when <laughs> 20 years later happened in an instant and a few babies, um, I went to put those on one day and I realized Man, I was either really fat or these things stretched out a lot. So they, they had stretched out so much that I think they were like a size, I don't know. I, I wore like, I don't, I don't really know. I wore a size this, and they were like this. Okay, so you get the picture. But I, I, I held them up, and I was like, man, I was fat. But I realized, like, the Lord was showing me something about the, the wineskins that you can't put something new into something old. And so when I went to stretch those puppies out, <laughs> they actually broke the, uh, the, the elastic in it. The elastic burst. And it's kind of like an old bungee cord. I don't know if you guys have ever had an old bungee cord and you leave it in the back of their truck or leave it outside and it gets all brittle and it breaks easily. It's another a good illustration of it, but God wants us to get rid of the old before we bring in something new. And so you constantly have to till the ground. You constantly have to make sure that you're not bringing the old relationships that God told you to lay down, friends that may have uh, spoken, you know, bad things over you or don't believe what you believe. And there's a time for, you know, relationships with, with people that, that don't have the same mindset as you, but, and you're supposed to pray with them, but you're not supposed to do life with them all, all the time because the Lord doesn't want you to bring old wineskins with new wine. Amen? So we have to establish breakthrough. We need to break up the old ways. You can't maintain your breakthrough and keep the old mindset. The third one is, we have to walk in our identity. To establish a lifestyle of breakthrough, you must walk in your identity. 
So first you have to know who you are in Christ. That's kind of important to walk in your identity. Amen? So I would, I would encourage you guys, get in the word and know who you are in Christ. Know what the Bible says about you. First know what the Bible says about your God because you're an heir to his throne. Then know what Jesus says about you. Amen? Scriptures like 1 John 5, 4, whoever is born of God has overcome the world. So if you're supposed to establish breakthrough in your life and you can't overcome the transition period, what good is it? Amen? We have to establish breakthrough by knowing who we are in Christ. You know who you are, then you believe who you are, then you can be who you are. Amen? Number five I have is obey. Your breakthrough is directly tied to your obedience to God. And so if you don't obey the word, if you don't obey what the Lord's told you that you're going to break through with, then how are you going to break through? Good example is Noah. Noah wouldn't see breakthrough unless he obeyed. Can you imagine if Noah hadn't obeyed God, God would have started all over. And I'm sure God could have done that. He's God. He could have started over completely, but he decided to give Noah the chance because Noah was a man after his heart. And so if you want breakthrough, you have to learn to obey and obey quickly. Jonah didn't see breakthrough until he obeyed. God could have used anyone else to go to Tarshish. Wasn't it Tarshish? Tarshish? Tarshish. I think the accent's on the second part. Tarshish. So we'll go with that. No, but Jonah wouldn't have seen breakthrough until he obeyed. And our breakthrough is directly tied to Jesus' obedience to the Father. If you think about it, Jesus went through a time in his life right before he was put on the cross where he asked Jesus, is there any other way? Or he asked God, is there any other way? Is there any other way? And God said, no. And Jesus said, okay then, I'm going to obey. So he obeyed the Father so that we can establish breakthrough in our lives. Amen? Number six I have is count it all joy. So joy has the opposite effect of anxiety. Fear and anxiety keep you from moving forward. They're paralyzing. And so if you work to establish joy in your life, if you work to establish joy, then you can set yourself up for a breakthrough and getting through that transition period. Hebrews 12, 12, I already said this one, but for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Jesus himself, when he was on the cross, the reason he could get through it is because he thought about you. He thought about each and every one of you. And the joy that welled up inside of him got him through the transition period in his life. So we must count it all joy. Amen? Is anybody awake? Am I putting you all to sleep? I know I'm kind of boring, but I'm sorry. I'd <laughs> I'm just counting it all joy. I'm thinking about when I'm finished. 
I'm just joking. So number seven is step out in faith. If you don't step out in faith, then you're not going anywhere. And that's, that's easy to say. But if you don't step out, if you don't take one step, you're going to stay where you are. So we have to continuously be moving forward in faith. That fear and anxiety is going to try and paralyze you. But if you step forward in faith, you're going to be moving towards your breakthrough. In Joshua 3, Joshua told the people, he was leading the people through the wilderness to the promised land. And he was to take them, God told him to take them across the river Jordan. And so there's this, this time period when he was talking to the priests. And, and God told Joshua, tell the priests to carry the Ark of the Covenant into the waters of, jo- of the Jordan. And the Jordan will part. And then the people can cross by and then you can walk on. This is not the Red Sea when God parted the Red Sea with Moses. This is with Joshua. So in faith, this has never been done before, but in faith, God led the people into the water. And it says in the word in Joshua 3, it says that Joshua told the people, when the soles of the feet of the priests bearing the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off from flowing, and the waters coming down from above shall stand in one heap. Can you imagine that happening? So they, the priests carrying the ark, not knowing what was going to happen, but trusting and having faith in what God told Joshua to have them do, stepped into the river Jordan. As soon as their heel touched the water, the water parted. But they had to step out in faith. They first had to step out in faith. If you don't take the first step, if you don't take the first step, it won't happen. The waters wouldn't have parted unless they took that first step. And they had no idea what was going to happen. They were just going off of the word that God gave Joshua. They weren't there when God gave the word to Joshua. It hadn't happened before. But God called for breakthrough and breakthrough into their new land. And they went off of a promise. And the faith that was birthed inside of them because they knew who God was. And they trusted him. They took that first step of faith. And so that's what God is calling us to do today. Is just continue to take that next step of faith. When God calls you to a lifestyle of breakthrough, he doesn't want you to stay still. He wants you to continue to step out. And so we have to continue to to do these things. These things are, I mean, they may seem simple, but we serve a simple God. He's complex, yes, but he calls us to simple things. He calls us to do simple things so that he can do great things. He calls our natural so that he can make it super, supernatural. 
And so if we continue to pray and spend time in the word and, and spend time soaking ourselves, if we till the ground and get rid of the old stuff, if we continue to break up with our old habits and our old sin and break up with our old relationships, if we continue to walk in our identity and know who we are, if we continue to obey the word, obey what the Lord tells us to do, if we count it all joy and look towards the end and know that the next breakthrough is coming, but we've already gone through this breakthrough so we can get through this breakthrough so we can get to the next breakthrough, that will minister to us, but it will also minister to everyone around us. Amen? And finally, when we step out in faith, if you don't step out in faith, you're going to stay still. If we continue to step out in faith, and faith takes risk, faith takes risk. Peter risked it when he stepped out in the water. Amen? And there's a reason that he did it and nobody, nobody else did. He took the risk. He walked on the water. Nobody else was walking on the water. Jesus, obviously, but nobody else walked on the water but Peter. Because he took the risk. He sank a little, but he took the risk, and he got back up on the water. And so God's calling us to take a step of faith, take that risk, and continue to punch through the transition season. And look, God's going to complete the work that he began in you. If you're faithful to do these things, if you're faithful to continue on and push through push through like Pastor G was saying a couple weeks ago and realize that this is a seed. You are a seed. Your lifestyle is a seed. And you may be in a transition period, but if you continue to push through with these things, you're going to see your breakthrough. You're going to experience breakthrough seasons, plural, not just one. And so I just want to pray for you guys. I want, to, I want to pray an encouragement prayer over you this morning. I want to talk to you about how the Lord sees you. The Lord sees you as not who you are now, but who you are in the future. He doesn't look at your past and see you as your past. He doesn't look at your present and see you like the seed that has a little bit of roots popping out. He doesn't see you with one little leaf flapping in the wind. He sees you as a giant tree bearing much fruit, dropping seeds everywhere. He sees you at your full potential. And that's what I want to encourage you in today. I want, to, I want you to know who you are in Christ. I want you to know that you are great that God is great and greatly to be praised, but you are great because God made you, and he made you to flourish. There's a scripture in Ephesians 3 that's an awesome prayer. Ephesians 3.14 says, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, for whom every family in heaven and, and on earth is named. That And this is the prayer. According to the riches of his glory, may he grant you the strengthened 
to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. We hope this message was impactful to you. If you would like to hear more, please remember to subscribe. For more information, you can visit our pages on both Facebook and Instagram. God bless you and have a great rest of the week.